Good morning, ladies and gentlemen, and welcome to a Friday morning edition of JM in the AM. A good moe to everyone out there. I hope everyone is staying warm as the weather has uh, finally cooled down on this second day of October, Erev Shabbos, with candlelighting times tonight at 6.18 p.m. This is Benjamin Siegel filling in for the first hour and a half today for my father, Nachum Siegel, who will be joining us in the second half of the show. This is Shlomli Yehuda Rechnitz with Hine Hine.
That was Kamu Baner by Yaakov Shweki. Before that, we heard Vial Hako of Simcha Liner's brand new CD. Um, and pulled out an old song from Shlomo and Eitan Katz of Biglal Avos. And before that, off Avar Mulig CD, um, we heard Rochev Shamayim. And on the Sheer album from Shlomo Yudarechnitz, we heard Hine Hine. And of course, opening things up this morning was Mode Ani. Uh, there's some big news in the um, Jewish world, in the Israel world, and I will read from the Jerusalem Post article. Unfortunately, yesterday after the speech at the General Assembly of uh, Prime Minister Netanyahu, only an hour later, a uh, young Israeli couple was murdered by Palestinian terrorists. And um, their four children were with them in the car. And it's a very, very sad and horrible, horrible situation. Um, I will read the uh, beginning of the Jerusalem Post article um, for you now. Uh, it says a Palestinian terrorist shot dead an Israeli couple in an attack near there, on their car near Nablus on Thursday night between Elon Moreh and Itamar. Their four young children survived without injury in the bullet-riddled vehicle. Magain David Adon paramedics and soldiers pulled the children out of the car near the Palestinian vill- village of Beit Furik. The boys, aged four months, four years, seven, and nine years old, saw their parents shot dead in front of them. The victims were identified as a Tom, 31, and Naamah Henkin, 30, from the settlement of Neria in the Benjamin region of the West Bank. A Tom's mother, uh, Hana, who is from the United States, head, heads the Nishmat Seminary for Women in Jerusalem. The couple will be buried in Jerusalem's Haram and Seminary. The article goes on to uh, speak about comments from Prime Minister Netanyahu. Uh, he said it's a, a very, this is a very, quote, this is a very difficult day for the state of Israel. And a very difficult day for the uh, Jewish people indeed. Um, whenever we have something like this, it uh, tends to be a difficult day, even though we are celebrating uh, Yantif and tonight is Shabbos, Shabbos Chol Moed. Um, it does tend to be a very uh, difficult time, but uh, we should celebrate good things and uh, only have happiness and uh, it is Shabbos now, and this is eighth day with its Shabbos now. Invite your family and your neighbors 
It's now your time. A blinding steers and broken dreams. Papa tries to sell a little more. A penny here, a penny there. Mama cries and clothes she told. My lady always kept a smile and wiped the tears away. Soon things will turn around. Soon we're gonna say it's Shabbos now. Shabbos now.
Shalom by Simple Liner. 
um, off his new album, SL2, Simcha Liner 2. For that, we heard Bershus by Akhav Shweki, in honor of the pre-Simchas last show before Shmini Atzeres and Simchas Torah, besides the last show before um, Shabbos today. Um, the weekly update will return with my father, Nachum Siegel, next week um, to discuss all the things going on in the Jewish community and with Israel and to discuss uh, Prime Minister Netanyahu's speech at the UN. And before that, we also heard it's Shabbos, uh, it's Shabbos now by eighth day. The weather outside right now in Jersey City is 54 degrees. Um, we have a light rain shower, but a coastal flood advisory in effect until today at 3 p.m. So be careful and stay warm and uh, make sure your sukkahs are safe and secure uh, before Shabbos, so that there are no, there's nothing flying off, and that your slach is tied down. There's actually an excellent resource that the uh, Orthodox Union, the RCA, put out uh, yesterday called Shabbos Protocols in Case of a Hurricane or Other Disasters. Uh, it was developed by Rabbi Kenny Brander of Yeshiva University with uh, the help of Rav Herschel Schachter of Yeshiva University as well. Um, it discusses all the issues of the storm going on over Shabbos and what to do with your sukkah and what to do with um, the, the fact that if the storm does hit, the fact that the Erev might not be standing and many other issues um, that might take place if the storm cuts out power. Uh, it's on the OU.org website. You can uh, Google search it. It's very important that uh, rabbis of communities look at it and everybody sees it to make sure they know what to do in case the storm does hit on Shabbos. We are following the hurricane and uh, seeing what is going on. And uh, hopefully it'll, it won't uh, hit New York. But if it does, everyone needs to please be careful and uh, follow all the instructions. Uh, in Jerusalem, though, it is 83 degrees and sunny. So they are having a, a beautiful day there in Jerusalem. And uh, we are going to go to a selection from Shlomo Katz called Gibor. Such a smile, what a smile Although you've been gone now for a while Netzach, Netzach, Gibor, Gibor, Gibor. 
Israel 
That was The Days by The Y Studs, who just put out a brand new music video yesterday. Really, really unbelievable. A shout out to my good friend Jason Katz for all the hard work and every, all The Y Studs' hard work on that uh, amazing, amazing music video. Everyone go check it out on YouTube. It really is unbelievable. This is America's one and only Jewish Moments in the Morning radio program, heard on listener sponsor WFMU East Orange, WMFU Mount Hope, Rockland County. At 91.9 on the FM dial, broadcasting live from the Sonia and Robert Gold Studios in Jersey City, New Jersey, around the world on the web at jmandtheam.org. Again, this has been Yemen Siegel. Uh, you just heard The Days by the Wystas, and before that, uh, Guy Bohr by Shlomo Katz. And here is the 2 p.m. Galitzal newscast from Israel. איתם ונעמה הנקין, שנרצחו אמש לעיני ארבעת ילדיהם בפיגוע הירי בשומרון, הובאו למנוחות בירושלים. אלפים ליוו אותם בדרכם האחרונה. מתן הלל, בנעמה בכור, בן התשע, הקריא מעל הקבר קדיש על הוריו. כתבתנו שירה הדס נקר מוסרת שאימו של איתם, זכרו לברכה, חנה נשאה הספד והבטיחה כי הסבים, הסבתות ובני המשפחה יגדלו את ארבעת הילדים היתומים. הנשיא ריבלין סיפר בהלוויה שנעמה, זכרה לברכה, כתבה לו מכתב לאחר הפיגוע שבו נרצח דני גונן, זכרו לברכה. הבטחתי שאמשיך לחבק את נפגעי הטרור ולבקר בכל בית בו קבע האור לנצח. לא העליתי בדעתי שבביתך יכבה האור, ואנחנו נחבק את ילדייך, את מתן הלל, את ניצן יצחק, את נטה אליעזר ואת איתמר התינוק הרך. אחרי ההספד, פעילי הימין איתמר בן גביר ובנצי גופשטיין צעקו לעבר ריבלין שהיה במכוניתו ודרשו שיתנצל על שאמר כי בני עמו בחרו בטרור. מוקדם יותר הם ניסו לחסום את הכניסה לירושלים באזור גשר המיתרים. דם יהודי אינו הפקר! אי אפשר לשבת ולשתוק על שפך של דם יהודי. אנחנו שומעים את הפוליטיקאים מדברים בתקשורת ומצהירים כל מיני הצהרות, זה לא הפתרון. הפתרון זה להיכנס בהם. הפתרון זה עונש מוות למחבלים. הפתרון זה להרוס, להרוס את הבתים של מי שאחראי לדבר הזה. באנו לכאן כדי לומר לממשלת ישראל, תפסיקו לדבר, תתחילו לעשות. שוב עיכובים בנתב"ג בשל שדרוג מערכת הבקרה האווירית בקפריסין. כתבנו ניתאי הנבי. 24 טיסות מעוכבות כעת בנמל, מאחר שכניסת המטוסים למרחב האווירי של קפריסין מבוסתת. ברשות שדות התעופה מעריכים כי העיכובים צפויים להימשך בממוצע כשלוש שעות, וקוראים לציבור להתעדכן במועדי הטיסות בחברות התעופה ובאתר האינטרנט. רוסיה החלה בסבב תקיפות נוסף בסוריה, כתבנו תאו וייס. סוכנות הידיעות רויטרס מדווחת שמטוסים רוסים הפציצו 12 יעדים של דאעש. משרד ההגנה הרוסי אישר שבתקיפות נהרסו מפקדה ומרכז תקשורת של ארגון המדינה האסלאמית ובסיס אימונים של הכוחות המורדים בסוריה. אצלנו מזג האוויר, מחר עלייה קלה בטמפרטורות, לעדכונים נוספים, חפשו גל"צ בטוויטר. אלה החדשות שעורך הדר שיפר, הפקה לירון אמיר.
That was Li Shuascha by Shlomo Katz off of the Likrat Shabbat album. And uh, before that, we heard Yehuda Green with his Nishmas Kol Chai. And before that, of course, the newscast live from Israel on Galit Sal. I remind everyone on this Friday morning that candlelighting this evening in the New York area is 6.18 p.m. That's 6.18 p.m. We're getting earlier and earlier as Shabbos approaches. Also remind everyone to please make sure their sukkahs are secure and safe for Shabbos um, so that nothing falls off the top and the schach is secure with all the winds that we have coming. And remind everybody that uh, the weather today is 54 degrees outside with rain and wind and 100% chance of precipitation with winds coming out of the northeast at 20 miles an hour. And of course in Jerusalem, it's a beautiful day uh, on this Arab Shabbos. October 2nd, Erev uh, Shabbos Cholomoed, it's 83 degrees, and it says it feels like 84 and sunny. So those of you who are in Jerusalem today, please enjoy that weather. <laughs>
Here's my opportunity to uh, thank Benjamin Siegel, who has been working diligently throughout the entire night to uh, prepare to present this 90-minute Benjamin Siegel special here at JM in the AM. Am I right that this is Shlomo Katz or Eitan Katz? Oh, that was Shlomo Katz with the Yardsite Nigan. You've been doing a lot of Shlomo Katz this morning. Uh, one of my favorite... Uh, How does he get to be two in a row? Well, uh... You hit the right button. Sometimes you get two in a row. <laughs> yeah, but two in a row. <laughs> Same artist. Isn't that one of the uh, cardinal sins of radio? <laughs> Are you serious? That's funny. Yeah. Candle lighting, I hear, is 618. And in your opinion, that's pretty yearly. Yeah. I oh, see you've been boy. listening really intently this morning, Dad. Yoshua Siegel and I were glued to the radio like most of the thousands of listeners out there. I hope you found it uh, enjoyable and uh, informative. Very informative <laughs> and enjoyable. <laughs> Um, the news from Israel, of course, is so drastically tragic, which uh, is never nice to wake up to, but a lot of people obviously already knew about the news yesterday, and uh, we've shared a collective pain that the Jewish people are going through. Maybe this will help change things a bit in terms of the uh, approach Israeli authorities are using with uh, with Israel's neighbors. We shall see. Also, um, I don't know if you referenced the uh, speech by Prime Minister Netanyahu at the United Nations. Uh, only shortly. Which was a very effective presentation, would you agree? Unbelievable. His presentation was unbelievable. The highlight of it, of course, everyone's talking about, was the 45 seconds of silence during the presentation where he... Uh, yeah. I don't know if I'd <laughs> call it the highlight. In fact, I was debating this with someone last night. I don't know if the highlight's the right word. It, it was effective. It really was effective. It was a great tool, which which really could have bombed terribly. Yeah. It could, excuse the reference. It could have <laughs> really 
tanked, but it, it worked pretty well. Yeah, I mean, he introduced it with the words utter silence, yeah. deafening silence, and then uh, proceeded to do what he did. Yeah, that was pretty cool. Yeah. And um, I think anybody who teaches speech out there might want to use that speech for one of their uh, one of the items in their lesson plan because it was really quite a presentation. And um, I, I mentioned, I posted on Facebook yesterday how ironic it is that the uh, the greatest soundbite from the speech had no sound, which yeah, is pretty funny. I was about to mention that someone who I watched the speech with, who, uh, who I, <laughs> whose opinion I greatly respect, <laughs> mentioned that uh, the greatest soundbite was was a silence. Yeah, it's pretty interesting. I'll tell you. <laughs> um, anyway, what do you think of the Yogi Berra reference? He likes his Yankee references. He does. He likes. <laughs> he likes playing to the American public. He knows he's only a couple of miles away from Yankee Stadium when he's uh, speaking at the UN. And in this <laughs> case, Yogi's been in the news, so uh, so he utilized the reference from Yogi. I, I asked Mayor Weingarten to uh, to find out how the Israeli media translated its deja vu all over again. I would love to know how he translated that into Hebrew, but um, he hasn't gotten back to me yet with a really good. Uh, <laughs> with a good account of how that was. You don't know how many minutes into the speech it was, the, the silence, do you? Do you have any clue? Mm, no, I don't. wish I knew. So I have the speech right here. I just don't have the... Uh, I don't have the mark where he was um, doing that whole thing, or not doing that whole thing as the situation might be. Anyway, um, early mornings are not easy, and early mornings during Cholomoid are not easy, so I thank you very, very much. My absolute pleasure, anytime. And uh, Benjamin really uh, came through this week, and Mayor Weingarten, to facilitate uh, me saying Kaddish during the week of Sukkot. I thank them both very, very much. And uh, I want to take this opportunity to thank Yoshua Siegel, who also found himself, uh, found his way over to WFMU this morning. Good Moe to you, sir. Good Moe, Daddy. <laughs> How are you? Very good. How are you? Didn't you enjoy on the way over? Tuning in and hearing your uh, brother present here at JM in the AM? 100%. He did an awesome job. Awesome. Wow. Wow. Filled with compliments. Is Yoshua the kind that, uh, the kind of person that just, you know, where the compliments flow forth and, you know, very, he's very generous with his comments or not, not generally? He's usually very careful with his words. So and a yet, compliment like that from him is greatly appreciated. Amazing. Amazing. <laughs> I'll tell you. First of all, it's amazing that I didn't know that about him. But besides that, <laughs> besides that, it's incredible that he gives you such a compliment. So there you have it. Anyway, um, the, uh, the uh, Shabbos Cholamoid is coming up uh, tonight. What did you hear about the Cholamoid events? Anybody hear anything significant about anything that went on during Cholamoid? I saw a couple of videos from last night's uh, Simcha Line Baruch Levine concert. People posted videos? Posting videos. Uh, nice. Seemed, uh seemed like a strong concert with a, a strong attendance and it looked like a lot of fun. Very nice. Boy, oh boy. All right. Let's hear it for the uh, combination of Simcha Liner and Baruch Levine, who, according to our report, were rocking Brooklyn last night and Muncie the night before. And, of course, everybody who had Cholomoid events, we say Kola Kavod, and uh, we thank you all for providing them because we get to have tremendous entertainment and family fun during uh, the holiday of Sukkot. Uh, what do you have queued up there? you have a two, three-minute song that you can... Uh yeah. That you could do for our audience? What do you have over there? Could we, uh, well, the Y Studs just premiered their new music video huh? yesterday. What's it called? It's uh, called The Days. It was filmed in uh, Camp Hask. Wow. They did an unbelievable job. 
I spoke to the head of the Y Studs who said that uh, they've heard a lot of amazing feedback, so uh, we'll play a song from them. All right, and thank you, Benjamin. Thank you, Yoshua. Every A uh, lot more coming up. Malcolm Honeline is not able to join us today, and I know post-speech and with the terror attack, unfortunately, in Israel, uh, people would like to hear his reaction to all of this stuff and the news of the day. He will not be able to join us in this Erev Shabbos Cholomoyed. Uh, the um, the weekly update will return next Friday morning, 7.40 Eastern Time, right here at JM and the Amor. Yudin, of course, will come up with words about Shabbos Cholomoyed in the last days of Yuntif. That will be happening at about 8.15 this morning. And we'll wrap things up at 9 a.m. Uh, here at JM in the AM. And uh, this is, uh, in fact, the Y Studs brand new video. And you're listening to a Friday morning Erev Shabbos Cholomoyed at JM in the AM.
J.M. in the A.M. When the Jewish people remained passive in the face of genocidal enemies, those days are over. Not being passive means speaking, speaking up about those dangers. We have, we are, we will. Not being passive also means defending ourselves against those dangers. We have, we are, and we will. Israel will not allow Iran to break in, to sneak in, or to walk into the nuclear weapons club. I know that uh, preventing Iran from developing nuclear weapons remains the official policy of the international community. But no one should question Israel's determination to defend itself against those who seek our destruction. For in every generation, there were those who rose up to destroy our people. In antiquity, we faced destruction from the ancient empires of Babylon and Rome. In the Middle Ages, we faced inquisition and expulsion. And in modern times, we face pogroms and the Holocaust. Yet the Jewish people persevered. And now another regime has arisen, swearing to destroy Israel. That regime would be wise to consider this. I stand here today representing Israel, a country 67 years young, but the nation state of a people nearly 4,000 years old. Yet the empires of Babylon and Rome are not represented in this hall of nations. Neither is the thousand-year Reich. Those seemingly invincible empires are long gone. But Israel lives. The people of Israel live. Am Israel Chai. Three words that made quite an impression on people around the world when he said "I'm Israel Chai" from the uh, from the podium at the General Assembly of the United Nations. That's of course Prime Minister Netanyahu. And I'd love to know who wrote this section of the speech. I would love to know who wrote this section of the speech that starts with the words of uh, the Pesach Haggadah, Vihisha Amda, and uh, continues with the warning, with the thing to remember for the people of Iran. I should say more accurately for the leadership of Iran. The warning that none of those nations are around. None of them are represented in the United Nations. And they should think, think carefully about the fate of those who seek to destroy the Jewish people and the state of Israel. Thought that was absolutely brilliant. Uh, JM and the AM, before that you heard some, uh, Simcha Liner, who's been getting a lot of, uh, attention recently. Apparently had a wonderful Cholomoid with some great performances. 
Simcha Liner here at JM and the AM with Nigun HaChachma. Uh, before that, Piamenta, we gave you a double dose. Yeah, after I went ahead and uh, ranted about double uh, double plays of of music, uh, we gave you both the Bowie V'Shalom and uh, Hodu Hashem here at the JM in the AM. Friday morning with candle lighting on this uh, Erev Shabbos Cholamoid at 618. Sunday is Hoshana Rabbah. Monday is Shemini Atzeres, and it might be a very wet Shemini Atzeres, in addition to it being a very wet Shabbos. could be a very stormy Shemini Atzeres. Um, Tuesday, Simchas Torah. Wednesday, we are back here at JM in the AM and get ready for a serious push at the very beginning of the uh, fourth season of the Nachum Siegel Network and the beginning of our 32nd year, I believe it is, here at JM in the AM. Make sure to join us, get us to be part of your, uh, make us part of your uh, every weekday morning, of your um, of your day every single day. And we thank you so much for that. Plenty more coming up. One hour to go on this JM in the AM Friday air of Shabbos. Rabbi Yudin, of course, is coming up. Malcolm Honeline returns one week from today, 740 next Friday morning here at JM in the AM. It's America's one and only Jewish moments in the morning radio program heard on listeners sponsored WFMU East Orange, WMFU Mount Hope. Rockland County at 91.9 in the FM dial, broadcasting live from the Sonia and Robert Gold Studios in Jersey City, New Jersey. Around the world on the web, jmtheam.org. Kol kol ma she'ose Hakadosh Baruch Hu Hakol letova Kol kol ma she'noten Hakadosh Baruch Hu Hakol matana Kol kol ma she'kore Anachnu mekablim Be'emuna Kol kol ma she'over Anachnu mebarchim Al tov Oh, 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 oh,
That is uh, Miami, of course. Simcha Rabba. As we get ready for Shabbos Cholamoid and what will hopefully be a uh, stretch of days that are full of great Simcha. Uh, Sunday is Hoshana Rabba. Monday is Shemini Atzeres. Tuesday is Simcha's Torah. And of course, uh, in Israel, it's all combined on uh, Monday is Shemini Atzeres and Simcha's Torah. Speaking of Israel, we mourn the... Uh, the uh, two members of the Henkin family who were murdered brutally yesterday in that terror attack, one that was not condemned strongly enough by anybody, except maybe the state of Israel. And uh, we hope that this will, in fact, uh, I mean, it's, it's, just, it's a terrible tragedy and shame that, that, that we need an episode like this to possibly do the following, but maybe this will help finally change the attitude of the leaders in Israel in terms of protection for their own citizens and residents because the last few months have been uh, more brutal than I think anybody, Israeli administration or the Israeli media, would like to admit. Um, it is a, and, and again, uh, uh, our apologies that uh, Malcolm Holmline is not able to join us today in, the, in light of what happened yesterday and in light of the speech by Prime Minister Netanyahu at the UN yesterday. I'm sure many would like to hear his comments. The next time Malcolm will join us, Malcolm Honline, Executive Vice Chairman of the Conference of Presidents of Major American Jewish Organizations. He joins us uh, Friday, one week from today, here at JM in the AM, and we'll have a comprehensive weekly update, and I will try to bring back uh, from this week some of the uh, points that Prime Minister Netanyahu made yesterday at the UN, a speech that was really dominated by the aftermath of the Iran deal. Somewhat surprisingly, but I guess somewhat not surprisingly. A lot of Cholamoid events out there. A big yeshikach to everybody who provided great entertainment, both in Israel and the United States and everywhere else around the world, for people to enjoy and for families to go out and have a great time. Uh, I was privileged to be part of the uh, Sukkot and Ding presentation with Human Care Services on uh, Wednesday at Sukkot of the Stars. And Ding himself, believe it or not, is with us live via telephone on this 
Friday morning, Erev Shabbos Cholomoy. Ding, welcome back to JM in the AM. Thank you. You did an excellent job. What was my what was my best part? Was it when I dove sixty feet into that big inflatable uh thing underneath, or was it when I walked the tightrope across the entire MCU park? Which was the best uh, part there? I must I must have not been there by that part. <laughs> Maybe went out for a minute. <laughs> I thought you were there for the entire time. Now I'm completely confused. <laughs> I was. <laughs> anyway, Bella was remarkable and everybody had a lot of fun and the music was great. It was it was and by the way, Ding. Yes. We need you tonight. We need you tonight to take care of the weather so we can eat in the sukkah. I mean, my gosh, how you held the rain off for those three hours, I'll never know. <laughs> yep. But there were a lot of very happy kids because you were able to. So. Yeah. Uh, what's the next? What? What? What's the follow? Tell me about Friday and Sunday. Today and Sunday, Hoshana Rabba with Uncle Maishi, please. Friday is in one of our favorite places in Tag in the Five Towns. That's today. That's today. That's today with Uncle Maishi and the twins from France and Cousin Nachum. You're doing two shows? Two shows. One at 11, one at 1, 8, 1 p.m. Get your home in time for your this. All right. So Uncle Maishi, Cousin Nachum, and the twins from France today, 11 a.m. and 1 p.m. at 444 Beach 6th Street. That's TAG out in the Five Towns, Far Rockaway area. What are you doing on Sunday? Sunday, the same exact show in Queens at Charlie Tova. That, that's, uh, the one, that's the one on Lefferts Boulevard, okay. Right, on, and that's 12.30. One Hoshana Rabba show. One Hoshana Rabba show, 12.30. And both shows, you can get tickets at the door. All right, so that's happening Sunday, Hoshana Rabba. Right, or on online, jewishtickets.com. Jewishtickets.com or at the door. They're at 8233 Lefferts Boulevard. Again, today, two shows at TAG. And uh, Sunday, Hoshana Rabba, one show, 12.30 p.m., at Shari Tova on Lefferts Boulevard. Twins from France, Uncle Maishi, Cousin Nachum, all part of it. And you can go online to jewishtickets.com to check out all of the details. All right, Ding. Very good. Okay. Nachum, one question, yeah. one Yankee question. A Yankee question. Right. So if, let's say, the Yankees lose Tuesday, right, they're still considered that they made it to the playoffs? You are you are so speaking to the wrong guy on this issue because I still maintain that only the people who win the actual pennant made it to the playoffs. So <laughs> I'm living in the old days still. I don't like all these you know five teams in a playoff system. I think it's ridiculous. But this was not this is not really a play. This is like a, a wild right. A it's wild. a wild card game, but you know they call it the postseason. They sell caps so and they sell they, sweatshirts. Why, so why are they celebrating? I mean, because it's an opportunity. It's, like, to, it's an opportunity to sell more caps and sweatshirts. Thing. Don't you know how it works? And champagne, yeah. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> Enjoy Antif, young man. Thank you, you too. Thanks, everything. See you. Bye-bye. There he is. Ding of Suki and Ding. 14 minutes after 8 o'clock. J.M. in the AM. By the way, Sunday, Hoshana Rabba, 12 noon, Maccabi Tel Aviv versus Italy at Madison Square Garden. This Sunday, Hoshana Rabba, 12 noon, Maccabi Tel Aviv versus Italy at Madison Square Garden. And we will have tickets before 9 a.m. If somebody would like to spend Hoshana Rabba afternoon at a great event at Madison Square Garden, get the kids out and just enjoy uh, before Yontif starts, we'll give you the opportunity. We'll have tickets coming up before 9 a.m. It's Maccabi Tel Aviv. It's uh, Italy. The two face off against each other this Sunday, Hoshana Rabba, 12 noon. Anybody know what happened last night? Can you look that up? What happened in Chicago last night with Maccabi and, and Italy? Who won? See if you can find that somewhere. See if we can find out what happened last evening. Uh, they were in Chicago Thursday night. Holomoid must have been amazing. 
Uh, we get the Hoshana Rabba game 12 noon, and again, we'll have tickets before 9 o'clock this morning. Information, any of the Madison Square Garden uh, Ticketmaster websites has all the info. Just search for it, and you'll find Maccabi Tel Aviv website, etc., etc., etc. This time each and every Friday morning, every Arab Shabbos, with great pleasure, we present Rabbi Benjamin Uden, spiritual leader of Congregation Shomrei Torah in Fairlawn, New Jersey, to address the entire listening audience concerning the Torah portion of the week. Today, of course, Rabbi Uden addresses the days of Shabbos Cholamoid, Hoshana Rabbah, Shemini Atzeres, and Simchas Torah. Good morning, Rabbi Yudin. Good morning, Nachum, and good morning, everybody. Tomorrow we have the privilege of observing Shabbos Chol Hamoed Sukkis. I'll try in the next few minutes to go through the next few days, which are so jam-packed with excitement and halacha, I just want to begin with a word of caution. We hope that the weather is going to be um, very complimentary to us in the sense that it's not going to disturb our Yom Tov. However, I think not to, God forbid, create any sense of alarm, but I think one has to be very prudent and careful and listen to the weather report. And if they predict very strong winds at a time when your sukkah might be vulnerable and perhaps the schach could be carried and do damage um, to, God forbid, others or other people's property, then please either reinforce your sukkah so that it will be able to withstand the strong winds or speak to your local rabbi about the possibility of taking down your sukkah. Under normal conditions, we don't take the sukkah down until after sukkos. It is huktsa lemitzvaso. It has been set up and established for the purpose of the mitzvah the entire week of sukkahs. Please be in touch with your local rav and synagogue in terms of what would be the most prudent way of um, getting through these next few days. This coming Shabbos is Shabbos Chol HaMoed Sukkot. What makes this Shabbos special is, number one, we read the Megillas Koheles. We read Koheles on Shavuot, on Sukkos, because David Shlomo HaMelech is literally wrestling with the values of life, and this is what the Sukkah is all about. The Sukkah reminds us that we are to say, Midiras Keva, we leave and take exit from our permanent dwelling, the home, and we go into a diras arai, a temporary dwelling, reminding us what is important and what is less important. The book of Koheles begins with Havel Havolim, understood by the Ramban 
as a verb. Havel havolim, namely, prioritize. And that which is hevel, that which is vanity, make it and declare it so. And therefore, as a kind of transition from the um, acceptances that we took upon ourselves, the resolutions with Rosh Hashanah and Yom Kippur, the sukkah is that week of transition allowing us to get back to, quote-unquote, the usual way, but that usual way should be uplifted due to the lessons of the sukkah, due to our being exposed to the ushpizen in the sukkah and their respective values. We do recite Hoshana this coming Shabbos, the Hoshana of Om Nitsura. Look in the English if you don't understand the Hebrew and you'll see how meaningful it is in terms of the praise of Shabbos. We don't walk around um, the Bima as we do on the other days, but we do open the Aron and recite this uh, very special um, Hoshana. Motsoe Shabbos, this Saturday night, ushers in Hoshana Rabbah, one of the most special days in the Jewish calendar. It is, halachically, the last day of Sukkot, certainly in Eretz Yisrael. And it has its own unique flavor because each and every day in the Beis HaMikdash, aside from taking the Arba Minim, the Esrog and the Lulav, Hadassim and Aravos, they brought very large Aravos, willows, which they then walked and encircled the Mizbeach each day of Sukkos once. On the seventh day, they walked around seven times. The Yushalmi says, as a kind of remembrance to Yericho, when the Jewish people uh, encircled the walls of Jericho once a day, and on the seventh day, seven times, and the walls came down. And here, too, we celebrate on this day, literally, the end of the period of judgment. The Mishnah, the second Mishnah in the first chapter of uh, Rosh Hashanah teaches us that on Sukkos Nidonim we are judged Alhamayim for water. How much an agricultural society like the land of Israel needs water. We take the willow, something which is also so dependent on the water, and literally we pray after we've walked around seven times this coming Sunday on Hoshana Rabbah with the um, Arba Minim, then we take the Arava or Hoshana in our hand and say special tefillos 
in conjunction for, please God, rain uh, that we need. This is also the day in accordance with the Zohar that literally it is the end of the period of Din. Now what does that mean? We said on Yom Kippur that on Rosh Hashanah it's inscribed, on Yom Kippur it is sealed. So where does Hoshana Rabbah come in? So our rabbis tell us that it's the decree is taken and it is being delivered. And literally until it gets to the point where it is to be finally um, taken, it can still be retracted. And for that reason, not only do we wish one another, piska tova, literally, that your uh, petek, that which has been inscribed in your name, should be for good, but the day itself has a kind of Yom Kippur flavor. Not only do we, does the chazan wear a kittel, and do we insert, when we take out the Torah, Kadosh Venorah, but we have an extension of the Psukid Zimra, except for Nishmas. We include Bismar Soda and the rest of the Psukid Zimra that's set on a Shabbos and Yom Tov. The Shir Hamalos is inserted after Ishtabach, before Baruchu, again reminiscent of the Aseris Yemei Tshuva. This day um, of Hoshana Rabbah has a great deal of mysticism to it. It is the day, first of all, which had the greatest number of korbanos, the greatest number of offerings in the Beis Hamikdash. Why? Because when a person took upon him or herself a vow to bring a korban, they had till three regalim past. Pesach, Shavuos, and Sukkos, and Hoshana Rabbah is the last day. And given that many people have as their nature to procrastinate, this is the last time you can bring your korban. This was the busiest day of korbanos in the Beis Migdash. There is a very old um, minhag of Chibut Arava, literally of taking the willow after we've prayed uh, for rain and beating it on the ground five times. Different minhagim, different reasons for this minhag. One, some say that all week long we've been praying with the arava, which does not have any taste, does not have any scent, and it reminds us of those Jews who are not yet within the pale, all week long, not yet observant, not yet part of the Jewish community. All week long, we've included them. Now, unfortunately, if they are keeping themselves apart, we demonstrate that that is not the way to go. Others say that the reason for the beating of the arava of the ground is a 
reaffirmation of our belief in the revival of the dead. The dead will come to life. And therefore, literally, get up and sing, you who dwell in the dust. Something which the Navi promised us will be happening in the future. How important is this beating of the Arava, this Minog? So, you know as well as I do, there are years, if the first day of Rosh Hashanah is on a Shabbos, we don't blow the shofar. If the first day of Sukkos is on a Shabbos, we don't take the Arba Minim. The rabbis teach us, Lo Adu Rosh, the first day of Rosh Hashanah, can never be on a Sunday, because if the first day of Rosh Hashanah were on a Sunday, Hoshana Rabbah would be on a Shabbos, and we couldn't do the Chibut Arava. That's how significant it is. Finally, this coming Sunday night, we enter the Yom Tov of Shmini Atzeres. Number one, the Talmud teaches us that Shmini Atzeres is a Yom Tov unto itself. So even though in Israel it is a completely separate holiday, however, the fact that it comes after Sukkos, there are certain connections between the two. And so, be careful, recite the prayers right. If, however, Bidiyeved, after the fact, a person in their prayers on Shemini Atzeres did say Chagasukos, they do not have to repeat the Shemona Esrei. Interestingly, in Kiddush, you would have to repeat the Kiddush if you said Chagasukos when he should have said Shmini Atzeres. The Talmud tells us that it is a holiday. The Gemara in Sukkah, Memches, 48a, in no less than six ways. And in Israel, one is not allowed to sit in the Sukkah on Shemini Atzeres unless they've disqualified their Sukkah on Hoshana Rabbah. The reason for that is because it would appear as if they are adding to the holiday, the Torah says, seven days for the Yom Tov of Sukkos and not eight. However, outside of Israel, the Talmud says that we are Yisuve Yasvinon, we sit in the Sukkah, because after all, as we kept two days at the beginning of Sukkot, we keep two days at the end, namely Shemini Atzeres and Simchas Torah. Now, the idea is that Shemini Atzeres is also very possibly the last day of Sukkot. The Talmud tells us we sit in the Sukkah because maybe it's the last day of Sukkot. We don't recite a bracha because that would be going against the character of Shemini Atzeres, which in other ways is a Yom Tov in of itself. Now, the idea behind Shemini Atzeres is a very powerful one. Rashi tells us this 
in two different places. I'll read from the Rashi in Parshas Emor, whereby in chapter 23, verse 36, the Torah says that Atzeres, he, it is an Atzeres. Now what does that mean? Says Rashi, Kimelech Shezimein Ezbonav L'Seuda. Atzeres means to hold back. The king who invited his children to come and spend several days with him, when the time comes for the children to leave, he says, Bonai, my children, Bevakoshomikem, please, Ikvu imi od yomechad, stay with me one more day, Kosha olai predaschem, it is hard for me to let you go. This is the ultimate compliment that God says, I want to spend more time with you, my children, the children of Israel. Wow! What a supreme compliment. And we say to Hashem, Koshe Olai, Predoscha, it is so hard for us to take leave of you. This is literally the apex of our coming close with God. And that's why on Shemini Atzeres, you don't need the Esrog and Lulav. You don't need the Sukkah in that sense. We do sit in the Sukkah, as I mentioned. Many have the custom to so do. Others have different customs, which we don't have the time to go into now. But, we are with only the mitzvah of Simcha, the mitzvah of rejoicing, with God on Shmini Atzeres. The last day, please God, next Monday night and Tuesday, is that of Simchas Torah. Simchas Torah, many have the custom on the night, aside from taking out all the Sifrei Torah and dancing seven hakafos, then many have the custom of reading from the Torah at nighttime, all part of the very special celebration. During the day, we have once again the uh, hakafos taking out all the Torahs, each of the gentlemen having a opportunity to go around the bima with the Sefer Torah, to dance with the Torah. Everybody gets an aliyah, which is a way of showing our love for the Torah, being called to the Torah, studying Torah. And be careful that if you have many different uh, groups within the Besach Knesses and different Torahs, make sure there's always a minion present listening to the Kriyasa Torah. I cannot say this strongly enough. I urge all parents, especially of teenagers, to know where your children are going to be for Yom Tov. Don't tell me they're going to a wonderful community. Who is going to be responsible for them? Which adult to make sure that they're going to be behaving appropriately, properly, and that they're going to be taught that drinking is nothing less than a defamation
of. It's a disgrace to the holiday. That's not the way the Jewish people celebrate their Simchas Torah. This is such an important point, and you are responsible. And it's not enough to know that my child is going away for Yom Tov to a good community. You need to know who is responsible for the children on Simchas Torah. I just wish to close with a beautiful medrash based upon the Pasuk in Tehillim, 102, Pasuk 19, whereby Dovin HaMelech says, the Am Nivra, the nation that was created or recreated, Yahalil Ka, will praise God. The Medrash understands it to mean that on Rosh Hashanah and Yom Kippur, we are literally recreated on an annual basis. And very simply, we are given a new lease on life. We don't say the Halil on Rosh Hashanah and on Yom Kippur. Sukkot on throughout the week of Sukkot, Shmini Atzeres, and Simchas Torah, when we say the full Halil, this is Viam Nivra, the nation that has been recreated, now is saying thank you to God through the Halil for the new opportunities which have been given us. And this is such an exciting idea. The Vilna Gaon says this beautifully. Why do we observe the holiday of Sukkos in this time of the year? Because we are reliving the fact that after the sin of the golden calf, we not only received the Ananei Kavod, the clouds, back, but they were given to us in a fashion that was even greater than when we had them in the first place, showing that when we do tshuva on Rosh Hashanah and Yom Kippur, God responds in kind and gives us even more and greater opportunities than we had the previous year. And for this, we say Hallel. For this, we celebrate and we say thank you to Hashem for these special golden opportunities that you will now give us for this forthcoming year. And we pray that we're going to use the gift of life, the gift of God's bounty and blessings that He gives us, the gifts of health, the gift of prosperity, the gift of family. We're going to use all the gift of community, all these very special gifts which HaKadosh Baruch Hu gives us, we should be privileged to use them in a way to channel literally towards our service of Him. I take this opportunity of wishing Nachum and his family, of wishing all our listeners a Piskatova, a good Shabbos for Shabbos Chola Moed, a very special Yom Tov. Enjoy the Yom Tov and let us create the environment for ourselves and our children, one that we can all be especially proud of. Shabbat Shalom and a good Yom Tov to all.
Good Yantav is right. Wishing everybody a wonderful Shabbos and a wonderful Yantav. That's Miami, of course, with Zman Simchosenu here at JM in the AM. Thanks for tuning in. It's an Arab Shabbos Cholamoid as we wish everybody a wonderful Shabbos. And, of course, a great Hoshana Rabbish, Mini Atzeris and Simchos Torah. You heard the words from Rabbi Yudin in terms of the um, impending uh, storms that are expected. Deal with them responsibly, please, as responsibly as you can. Uh, speak to your local rabbi about uh, whether it's necessary to take down the sukkah or protect it in a certain way or to make certain adjustments, whatever might be necessary. It's very, very, uh, very questionable. Big question marks surrounding the weather over the next couple of days, that's for sure. Um, yesterday, the Prime Minister of Israel certainly made quite an impression, to say the least, with his presentation at the United Nations. And I think the most, <laughs> I think most people would agree, that most, uh, th- 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 that what most made a an impression on everybody was the large pregnant pause, the very long moment of silence that followed the words that Prime Minister Netanyahu said about one of the leaders of Iran and the pledge that Israel would not exist after 25 years. This is a piece of the Prime Minister's address yesterday at the United Nations. I remind you that our weekly update, and in light of the news of this week, I know many people were expecting and hoping for a weekly update today, but uh, Malcolm Holmline was not able to join us. Weekly update will return one week from today, 7.40 in the morning Eastern Time, Friday, one week from today, right here at JM in the AM. Seventy years after the murder of six million Jews, Iran's rulers promised to destroy my country, murder my people, and the response from this body, the response from nearly every one of the governments represented here, has been absolutely nothing. Utter silence. Deafening silence. And this is, of course, where for a period of about 45 seconds, the Prime Minister remained completely silent and emphasized, as you could possibly hear in the background, the deafening silence of the United Nations. That silence for us was broken when we heard of the murder of Naama and Rabbi Eitan Henkin. According to the Jewish press, thousands of Israelis, including President Ruvain Rivlin and Chief Rabbi David Lau, joined thousands of mourners at the funeral Friday for PA terror victims are by Etam and Naama Henkin. The family requested the funeral not be broadcast live. Cabinet ministers and Knesset members were present, the couple leaving behind four small children aged eight months to nine years. was buried at Haramunuchot Cemetery in Yerushalayim. Rav Henkin's parents are from the U.S., made Aliyah to Israel. His father was a learned rabbi and author. His mother founded the Nishmat Torah Studies Program, for women in Jerusalem, Rabbi Henkin also was a Torah scholar and served in the IDF Golani Combat Brigade. His wife, Naama, a graphic artist and the daughter of an IDF officer, has served in the Elite Commando Unit. <laughs> 
Rabbi Lau said before the funeral, you think about the children, you wonder who will bless them, Erev Shabbat, who will be with them during the celebration of this holiday. The pain is immense, but despite this pain, perhaps the people of Israel will decide that we are happy on the holiday. Agriculture Minister Uri Ariel said this is a day of celebration of the holiday, but also a difficult day for all the people of Israel. This is a disgrace to the state of Israel. Terror continues in Jerusalem, on the Temple Mount, and throughout the country. And that, Uri Ariel, was right on target. Exactly right. Exactly right. J.M. in the A.M. on this uh, Friday morning, era of Shabbos, at 12 minutes before 9 o'clock. Um, there are uh, many things going on uh, on Cholomoid, and again, as I said earlier, a big thank you to those who have been uh, providing entertainment and family events for everybody out there, no matter where around the world you may be listening. By the way, please keep in mind Abba Pinchas Ben Rifka for Rafur Shlema. Please keep in mind Abba Pinchas Ben Rifka for Rafur Shlema. And before I move on to speak about... Um, the event on Sunday, because Maccabi is playing Italy at Madison Square Garden, and we'd like to give away some tickets if anybody would like to spend Hoshana Rabbah afternoon at a fun event in Madison Square Garden. Uh, I just wanted to mention, I saw yesterday a... Um, I saw yesterday, it must have been late last night, where I got this birthday wish request, and I wanted to make sure to get on the air this morning. And here it is. A happy birthday going out to Amira Rosenfeld. Amira Rosenfeld, happy birthday to you from all of us here at JM in the AM. The, um, uh, the, um, Maccabi Tel Aviv team, which won by six points last night, by the way. They won by six points last night in Chicago against Italy. So Maccabi is 1-0 and so far on this tour. Will they win on Sunday? That I don't know. But I can tell you that we could put you in seats for Sunday for you to enjoy. Uh, if you are caller number five right now at 201-209-9368 and you'd like to go to the Hoshana Rabba noon game, Maccabi Tel Aviv against Italy at Madison Square Garden, then you'll be a winner. Caller five at 201 201- 209-9368. Call now. Good luck from all of us here at JM in the AM.
Take uh, more than one winner for the tickets, I'm glad to say. So congratulations to listener Sammy and to listener Eliyahu. Each picked up tickets for this coming Sunday. Madison Square Garden as the Maccabi Tel Aviv greats from Israel take on Italy. Uh, they won by six in Chicago last night. We're hoping for a big victory this coming Sunday as well. Hey, why not? That should be nice. And again, uh, I thank everybody associated with the game who made tickets available for our listeners. It's much appreciated. JM in the AM, 618 is candle lighting time on this Erev Shabbos. 618 is candle lighting time. And um, uh, the next time you'll hear from us will be nine o'clock. Will be 6 a.m. on uh, Wednesday morning. Matis will be presenting Hoshana Rabba JM Sunday on our stream at jmtheam.org this coming Sunday. Make sure to be tuned in. Naomi Nachman with an encore pres- presentation of... Uh, Table for two coming up next here at jmnam.org. So keep it where you got it, and you'll be very happy you did. And a big thank you to those commenting this morning on the NSN app. Great seeing those comments all through the morning. Time to take a shot. and good Yom Tov. It's JM in the AM. The sun is going down. It's shining through the trees. It's another week's gone by.
Wayne over Yisrael and Achim Achim, brothers and sisters in Israel. We are with you. It's your favorite America's one and only Jewish moments in the morning radio program. Heard and listeners sponsored WFMU East Orange, WMFU Mount Hope, Rockland County at 91.9 on the FM dial. Broadcasting live from the Sonia and Robert Gold Studios in Jersey City, New Jersey. Around the world on the web, jmtheam.org and of course the NSN app. Thank you so much for tuning in and making this a fun Cholamoid, everybody. And uh, let's hope that the... Let's hope and uh, and pray that uh, all of us around the world have a peaceful and wonderful Yom Tov. That um, our brothers and sisters in Israel are safe from the enemy, and that all of us around the world are safe from the weather and every other element and factor that we worry about. Um, uh, we're back Wednesday morning, starting at 6 a.m. Uh, don't forget, Naomi Nachman is next at jmnam.org with an episode of Table for Two. Matis on Sunday with JM Sunday, beginning at 7 a.m. Hoshana Rabba morning. Make sure to join him on the stream at jmnam.org and the NSN app. And we will speak on Wednesday, please. God, have a wonderful Shabbos, a great Yom Tov. Till next time, it's Nachum Siegel reminding you, remember the past, live the present, and trust the future.